Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Braun Strowman destroys a history machine. We may have a new number one contender for the Raw Women's title, and the new G of the Cruiserweights gets dethroned by an angry king. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Just in case people had to be reminded whether or not 2017 has been the year of Neville, well, he gave us a arrow of a reminder, a red arrow of a reminder at the end of Monday Night Raw. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to sing Neville's praises for more reasons than one. I just think he's been really underappreciated this year, and uh, I just can't wait to see where we go from there. But we got a long way to go before that. So let's get cracking, guys. This is the Monday Night Raw After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. Of course, last night, No Mercy was in L.A. Tonight, Raw was in Ontario. So, you know, got some West Coast feel. I was there last night. And uh, let's get to the introductions. Johnny LaQuasto here at Quasto on all social medias. The man right there, he helped to produce an incredible event last night for Booker T. and Charmel. It was to help raise money for children who have been affected by Hurricane Harvey in Houston. It was an awesome live podcast, heated conversations. We had, obviously, Booker T. hosted with Brad Gilmore. We had uh, Kurt Angle. We had Corey Graves. We had David Arquette. We had Eli Drake. David Arquette? Yeah. We special had, surprise. Special surprise. We had Eli Drake. We had RVD. Did I miss anyone? I don't... Goldust. Goldust as well. Uh, Kurt Angle. Yep, got him. Oh, yep. I think that may be all. That's everyone. Yeah. And it was really incredible. It raised a whole bunch of money, and we'll continue to do that, because you can go to BookerTauction.com, and you could actually get incredible merchandise. Stuff that has been, like, given by WWE superstars... Uh, to be auctioned off. So you're getting like ring-worn gear and stuff like that. Even Enzo's sneakers, one of his sneakers, if you really want them. Uh, you could you can do that. So go to BookerTauction.com. Some to get people that. are into that kind of thing, John. Sure. Some yeah. people like used Jordans. Why not? Mm-hmm. So yeah, go to BookerTauction.com right away off the top. I want to get that out there because uh, we want to try to help the kids of Houston as much as possible. So, uh, But yeah, you helped produce that show last night, and he does so many other things. Find him everywhere at Mark Warzeka. He is Mark Warzeka. Yeah, it was really great to um, get to play us a small role in helping uh, put together that show last night. And thanks to everyone who came out. Uh, thanks to everybody who tweeted and, and, and helped spread the word about the event. And I thought um, I was so uh, focused on all the logistics of getting things done that uh, every once in a while, I got to hear some of the actual podcast show itself, yeah. but every once in a while when I popped in and heard what was going on, and it was, it was I think, about a two-hour podcast yeah, they recorded. It was. Uh, there was some really great stuff going on. David Arquette was a surprise guest, like you mentioned, and he told some stories about uh, winning that WCW title. He didn't and, know that he was going to be given the title, yeah. and he was like, what? Like, you could tell he wasn't really on board, per yeah. se. 
And Booker talked about his fight with Batista, and um, RVD talked about his frustrations with WWE, and Goldust told, was telling stories about a good story about his uh, backlot brawl with Roddy Piper back yeah. in the day. So, anyways, I think um, it's a great. I think you guys would enjoy the episode when it drops. Yeah. So it's Booker T's heated conversations. It'll be released shortly. You can subscribe yeah. to it on iTunes. But there's some good stuff in it, so it's worth a listen. I really think. really good. Booker also yeah. talked about his infamous battle with Batista back in the day during a SummerSlam commercial shoot or something like that, which I've heard the story from multiple people, and it's it's pretty legendary. It was fun to hear it from him. Yeah. You know, right? Because I've heard it a bunch, too, over the years, and it was fun to hear it from him. And he talked about the grocery store battle between him and Steve Austin. Yeah. And he said, to this day, the only reason Steve Austin won that fight is because he hit him from behind, which is hilarious. <laughs> and next to Mark Warzecki, is here every single week on Marvel Movie News, also on Screen Junkies News. Find her everywhere at Markeia McCarty. She's Markeia McCarty. Uh, yeah, yeah, y'all had a really great wrestling weekend. I had it was a, nuts. I had a friends weekend, you know, um, supporting baby showers and uh, oh. birthdays and mm-hmm. just all of that. I was exhausted. I could not even do any wrestling this weekend. I, I'm jealous. There was so much wrestling this weekend. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm under the weather. If you get ten, my voice sounds like there's a frog in it. There is. Um, but yeah, we, we had a taping on, on Saturday, huge taping for championship wrestling. Uh, Jack Swagger was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Magnus, Nick Aldis was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reintroduction of the NWA World Heavyweights title, the oldest functioning title in the history of professional wrestling, the title held by Ric Flair, Harley Race, Lou Thez, the list goes on and on. David Arquette. No, uh, not, no that definitely not, not that David one. Arquette. Not that one. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, champion Tim Storm was there. And yeah. so I don't know really what this future holds, but the NWA heavyweight title is going to be on our show. And these episodes that we filmed are going to be debuting on the CW uh, starting October 7th. So wow. um, nice. Yeah, it was, soon. It was very soon. So exciting. A really good taping. Swagger super cool. All this is super cool. And some really great matches. And so um So you are under the weather after a wrestling overdose, well, essentially. Yeah. You OD'd on wrestling. Well, Tommy. Th- then I went well, from then there. Then, <laughs> then I went from there to a show in downtown LA that was at a beer brewery. Yeah. That was Oh, the one packed. downtown. Yeah, that was okay. packed. Yeah. And then yesterday I was at um, at No Mercy. Then I hustled hustled it over to Booker T show. Yeah. So needless to say. You know, while you were at downtown LA at that wrestling show on Saturday night, I was downtown LA at the Bruce Pritchard live podcast show. There you go. Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson did a live podcast of something to wrestle with. Uh, well, not they didn't record it for a podcast. They did a live show, and that was a blast, too. X-Pac was on. Uh, Will Sasso appeared. I heard, uh, I heard. Uh, former WWE writer was there. Barry Blaustein was there. It was a really fun show. If you enjoy uh, Bruce Pritchard's podcast and they do come to your area live, I would recommend it. It, it. The live show was a blast, and they don't record it. So they, you know, they always say when they're marketing it, um, when they're advertising the live show, they say, we tell stories that we can't tell on the podcast. Sure. And I kind of figured, ah, they're probably just kind of saying that. No, mm. they really do. Like, it was, a, it's really dirty. <laughs> it's really filthy. And it's, it is honestly two hours of stuff they could not tell on the podcast. Some weird stuff. But I, I, I you know, no dog in the hunt. I was just there as a fan and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, speaking nice. of fun, this happened apparently tonight at Raw outside of Ontario. Many people know the Young Bucks are from that area. Apparently, uh, the Bucks and Cody, and I'm not sure who else, got a massive limo and kind of invaded the outside of Raw. I saw that. Nice! I saw that. Oh my god. Wow. I love that so Um, much. They're good at the social media, I'll say that. If nothing else, they're good at the social media. Yes. (laughs) Yes, they certainly are, for sure. So, let's get into Raw immediately. So, starts off with Miz TV. He said, number one, 
he's going to go home to Maurice tonight, and they're going to talk about how their son is going to be better than Jason Jordan. Uh, then he brings out his special guest, Roman Reigns. Well, it's easy to be better than Jason Jordan. Oh, it's stop. He's I mean, the biggest loser on Raw. I'm not going to oh, argue. Yep. I'm not going to argue with that. Well, yep. he didn't lose tonight. Technically, you're right. He did Te- not. Yeah, technically. Yeah, technically, he didn't lose tonight. There's no technical thing about it. Yeah, but he lost last night. He didn't get oh, the pin. He still won. Sure. It was a tag team. Just because one person gets a pin and the other doesn't doesn't mean that one of them loses. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fine. <laughs> just Y'all are just anti-Jason Jordan. That's yes, all it is. That's, well, I feel bad for Kurt, as I say every week. I feel bad for Kurt having this loser son. Oh, no. All right, he won a tag team match tonight. <laughs> so Roman says he respects John Cena. It was the biggest win of his career, which is odd to say right after you beat The Undertaker four months ago. Ish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. that was that was a thing to say. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was surprised at that. I and I'm also surprised Miz didn't jump all over that. Yeah, well, obviously there was a reason he said it. I guess. Um, yeah. yeah, and then also it would be good for him not to improv that much or ad lib that much because I doubt Roman would have had anything to say <laughs> if, this, if he went that far off. Of yeah. Him. Roman has the, this is like the third or fourth time it's been the coronation of Roman Reigns as the guy in WWE. Mm-hmm. And his first thing out of the gates, he's been past the torch is to challenge the Mr. Oz, basically. So, all right, kind of a, kind of a weak start, I think. That's hey. essentially what happened. Um, yeah. yeah, he calls Miz an idiot, which I thought that was forced and kind of came out of nowhere. Um, Miz, once again, says Jason Jordan is a loser, and Roman says, uh, yeah, you couldn't beat him one-on-one. And then a tag team match essentially gets made. A yeah. what? No, no, we're not there yet. Don't don't confuse Anthony. Yeah, we're not there (laughs) yet. yet. I mean, Um, but I, I mean, the crowd was really feeling it, and you saw that he was vibing off of the crowd's feeling with it. So, I mean, maybe this was it. Maybe this was finally, you know, fourth time's a charm kind of a thing. Has Mm. been the fourth time, fifth time, something. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe this is this is it. This is the turnaround. It kind of has to be because Cena's going to be gone. So it's like we got Roman one way or another. We assume. I mean, that the way he left No Mercy last night was very telling. I think it's clear. Look, I think he'll be around. I think we'll see John Cena in the wrestling ring again, probably within the next year at some point. But I think it's clear that he's moving into a new phase in his career where a lot more of his life is going to be spent in Hollywood uh, doing film and TV stuff and a lot less of it is going to be in WWE. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him. You get to a certain age. It's amazing that any wrestler can go that many years to begin with. You know, he is uh, approaching, I want to say, 40. Yeah. Yeah. No, he said he he was 40. 40. Yeah. Is he 40? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what he said. Wow. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he is. Yeah. Uh, maybe he is. <laughs> <laughs> or he's what? lying. He's making himself older. Yeah, I mean, he's actually lying. 35. But he's like, oh, I'm like 40. You know? Yeah. He's just I mean, trying to get in the club. I feel <laughs> it right now, so I totally understand where he's going from. But yeah, that's the thing where it's, you know, yeah. I gosh, at some point you have to put your future first and... Mm-hmm. He's done everything you possibly can, and he's been through surgeries and rehab and everything. So. Yeah. yeah, and also things are going well for him in Hollywood. You know, like he's he's blowing up pretty quickly. He's gotten great opportunities. He's made the most of them. Um, he's got a, apparently a huge role in this Transformers spinoff, the Bumblebee movie. He's one of the leads. So you got to imagine okay. that's a that's a problem. That's probably ten months of shooting, like a, a giant special effects, huge big budget Transformers movie like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're you're going to be gone for a while. 
I mean, you're, you're leading one of those. You're going to be gone for a he while. He has a cameo in Thor Ragnarok that I can't wait oh, does to he? see. Yeah, apparently really? he's supposed to be. Maybe he's a. He's supposed to be playing himself uh, in like the Grandmasters uh, arena. Oh. So I have no idea if it's just like here are your champions, and then they have like maybe a pan, and he's like, "What am I doing here?" Uh, yeah, <laughs> or yeah, yeah. you know, if it's something else. But yeah, he's supposed to. I, I still think. On that, so we'll see. I think he's a very good shot at being Shazam as well. Cool. Um, so it would just make sense. I mean, for you look at his social media following, that's a guaranteed box office if you put him in a movie like that. Absolutely. I can and see I that. Think th- I think so. The Rock's success has said to Hollywood, like, um, take a chance on this guy. I mean, look, we're not going to compare The Rock to Cena anytime soon. I don't think Cena's mm. ever going to be what The Rock is. But as far as a movie like Shazam, where he's basically a child and a man together, Cena could probably pull that off. <laughs> That's like a compliment and an nice. insult at the same yeah. time. He could do all the poopy jokes he wants. <laughs> if you want him to be a man boy. <laughs> yeah. It'll totally work. Yeah. So anyways, Miz TV ends with a tag team match being made, but because Jeff Hardy's shoulder is injured, he could not wrestle this evening. So therefore, Matt Hardy is going to team with Jason Jordan, according to Kurt Angle, to take on the Miz Taraj. So the first match of the night is a tag, tag team, team match. match. You know it's the Mac Militant. Coming to get it all. Uh, uh, uh. And Mark with that downbeat. <laughs> was, that Mark? was that Mark sucking on Lemon's look that we love so much? So Matt Hardy with the twist of fate to get the win here. Now this is one match. You have a tag team that obviously is not a regular tag team. They're probably not going to team again. Why not give the Mr. Raja rub on this one? Yeah, great question. Especially if they're going to be, spoiler alert, especially if they're going to be facing the Shield pretty soon. I that's weird. That's strange. Yeah, I mean, don't you want? Yeah, wouldn't so you want weird. to give them a big win here? Yeah, you would think. Yeah, you would think. I know. Uh, I don't, I think that they're so healed that they don't need a win. I mean, they've already got everything that they need. They've got Miz TV. They've got Miz constantly talking them up. Uh, they don't need to win to still, you know, be pertinent to still matter. Mm-hmm. And like you said, though, Matt Hardy won the match while Jason Jordan stood there and watched like a loser. Well, there you that go. That's yep. not what happened. I mean, <laughs> that's not it's remotely what happened. happened. kind of what happened. Oh. I mean, look, everyone sees <laughs> the, things differently. The, the both of you. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Where's Hobo? Where's Hobo? He's, he, no, he'd be like, no. He'd be on my <laughs> he'd side. Be on Jason, yeah. yeah, he'd be anti-Jason. Oh, by the way, it's uh, just me. There it's is no me. Hobo this evening. He is riding the rails somewhere yeah. and, and fighting crime. So make sure you follow yes. him at True Hobo, and he will be back next week, I'm sure. So moving on, it's time to walk with Elias. <laughs> and that's all we're going to talk about with it. I what, with it. the tag match? Well, no, no. I mean, right. yeah. yeah, well, yeah I'm, 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 I mean, it's not the last we're going to see the Miztourage. So No, we're going to be seeing a lot more of them, I think. Mm-hmm. Once again, Elias gets a song interrupted. It's a rematch from last night during the pre-show versus Apollo Crews. I found this one to be a little bit more interesting. Um, Elias kicks Titus in the knee. Distraction. Somehow Elias wins again, and then Titus. I love a Titus attacking him afterwards. Yeah, yeah that was strong. Mm-hmm. I maybe, like that. Maybe and he's coming him, back to the ring. Him rolling out and being like, you know what? I'm good. I'm just gonna go up the ramp. Uh, Titus, you just uh, hang out there. Yeah. I I didn't like the Apollo being so distracted by Titus getting hit that he you know ends sure. up getting yeah. Pinned. It's not I, like was, <laughs> it's not like it's like Miss Elizabeth out there or something who got nailed. It's like, <laughs> it's like this is a huge dude who can handle himself. Yeah. It's not like they dragged his nan nan out and like kicked her in the stomach or something yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah you're right um maybe titus will say you know what i gotta put this brand on my own shoulders 
man, I got to get this Titus brand off the off the off the rocks here, right? And get back in the ring. Perhaps. Yeah, I think that would make sense because Apollo's not winning. No, Apollo's not winning. Um, I don't even know what happened to Tozawa. Tozawa Where? lost the title. We know that much. Yep. Yeah, He's I know. Maybe maybe him and Titus are taking a they're taking a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe they're, maybe they're taking a little break. Was Tozawa even out there at the end with yeah. the mob of 205 he was. Live? He was, right? He was, yeah, 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 yeah. That would have been funny if Titus was out there standing with him. Maybe he would have been like two feet taller than all the cruiserweights in, in the mob. That's very true. <laughs> Next up, Finn Balor says that now that he's past Bray Wyatt, he wants to go after what he's always wanted, the Universal Championship. Wow, you've been yes. waiting for this, Marquia. I'm telling you, he's going to be a two-time Universal Champion. Yep. It's just a matter of time. Well, it's been a matter over, of short time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been over a year since he won, won it at uh, SummerSlam. Yeah. So, and he is time. extraordinary. I think you meant to call him the extraordinary Finn Balor. Sure. Yeah. Is that what? I think that's the new name. I think that's, that's, that's what they were doing tonight. I think that's oh, the new nickname. Is that not right? what you were calling? Oh, that's oh, what they sorry, were calling him. That's that what that they one. were calling him. Yeah. Extraordinary. The extraordinary Finn Balor. I think that's what they're doing now. You know, it's weird. Yeah. The word extraordinary sounds so much better than extraordinary. Uh, yeah, the extraordinary. Yeah, well, you're ordinary and just a little extra. Sure. <laughs> but <laughs> well, extraordinary is special. It's not good to be extra. I mean, <laughs> it, there's certain occasions that call for it, but not just every day. Yeah, actually, extraordinary sounds like. You might be in a special school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything's possible. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's like you're very average. <laughs> yeah. So you have to wonder. Oh, is he really past Bray Wyatt? Well, we're gonna find out a little bit later on. Next up, y'all, it's time for the history machine. Kurt Hawkins says he's gonna make history. He's not gonna be the guy that's lost 118 matches anymore. <laughs> and whoever walks down that ramp. Is going to lose to Kurt Hawkins. Right. This was awesome. Yeah, this was I didn't fun. expect this at all. It was fun. This was Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. is what happened. He comes down, and actually, did he even get inside the ring? No, he didn't, because mm-hmm. Kurt Braun ran away. Kurt started running. Mm-hmm. He almost got away. Yo, Braun can run fast. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he can. Shockingly fast for a dude his size. Yeah, well, there's mm-hmm. long strides. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Something like that. It was probably only like four steps to it, get him there. Either yeah. that or he has like a conveyor belt like underneath him and we just can't see it because of his bulk. <laughs> Man, Braun can cover a first down length in like two steps. Mm-hmm. Quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He grabbed Kurt just as like by the scruff of his neck. Mm-hmm. So he, he put his whole hand over his whole face. It's just like a sprawl. Yeah. He, he just chases him down outside the ring. What does he do next? Tosses him, well, actually, no, through the table, tosses him on top of the ramp, and then power slams him through the electric board. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> right through it. They've been doing, you know, since the beginning, they've been doing all these, like, cartoonish ways that Braun Strowman destroys guys, and it's always awesome. Yep. It's always <laughs> ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and it's awesome. And I'm <laughs> just glad that Tony doesn't know Braun Strowman well enough to hit the music every time. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Could have done without that. I will say, I do want to chime in and say, I was having some... Ordinarily, it doesn't bother me that much that Lesnar is the champion, but he's not there too often. And I know a lot of fans get really upset about it. Sure. And I typically don't. But tonight, I started to feel like 
I didn't like it so much because because Lesnar won last night, yes. right? Right. But then like Lesnar's not there, right. and they have to rebuild Braun Strowman like with a segment like this to kind of get him back over after his loss. And in the meantime, he's the dude that's there every week, and Lesnar's not. And then and then Reigns too. They're saying you're the guy now. You're the guy now. You're the guy now. You beat Cena. You're the guy now. Well, one of these two guys should be champion. These are the guys that are that are week to week stars on the show. Tonight, I was feeling that way. Is Reigns really the guy now? So beating Cena makes you the guy, but being shouldn't being the champion make you the guy? Well, it's all the things that he's done up to this point that make him the guy. You know, the mm-hmm. big dog, the big dog the in big the yard. Dog. It's his yard. You know, the big yeah. dog in the big yard. The big dog um, in the big yard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> and then Cena was just a reaffirmation of that fact. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do see your point, Mark, and I, I was a little surprised that Lesnar wasn't there tonight to at least celebrate his victory. At least do something. something. I, I mean, there has mm-hmm. to be a reason for it. I'm not quite sure what it is, because obviously he retained, so there must be big plans for Lesnar. Otherwise, you know, Strowman would be the champion right now. So yeah. I'm very thrilled that Lesnar retained, and yeah, he wasn't on Raw. You're right, I see your point. But mm-hmm. at the same time, this gave Braun a big, big playground with people that he could just destroy. Mm-hmm. Uh Enter Dean Ambrose. So Braun wanted competition, <laughs> and fun. this yeah, match was fantastic. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. I loved this. That was fun. It's yeah. like, okay, who's going to fight Braun? Yeah. Who's going to do it? And then Dean's music hits, and he like walks out, and I'm like, of course Dean would come out. Yeah. Nobody else is going to come out. That was a great yeah. setup to remind us of crazy, wacky neighbor Dean Ambrose. Yeah, like well, he's trailer park crazy, and I love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm yeah. all about it. Yeah, that was great. I mean, anyone that knows what Dean Ambrose did prior to WWE, you're right. He's <laughs> <laughs> trailer park crazy. <laughs> out of his mind. Yeah, and fantastic. This match was really fun. Dean was super creative in how you know to attack Strowman, mm-hmm. and he really competed. And it, obviously it took a power slam to, to pin him. But this was really fun to watch, yeah. And, yeah. and Dean was—he you know, knocked it out of the park. And kind of a big match out of nowhere, right? Like I'd be interested. Mm-hmm. In, yeah, I'm interested in an Ambrose Braun Strowman I want match. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even. Of... I don't even. Why didn't I want this before? Right. And then, it, and then it happened. I'm like, yes, I want this again. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I just felt the, the same very, way. The very fact when he walked out and then he looked over and saw Kurt Hawkins, and he's like, well, well, you know what? I'm out here. Let's do it. Yep. <laughs> Yep. It's like this is happening. Yep. It was really cool. And then back in the locker room, uh, you know, Seth Rollins has a conversation with him like, hey, man, uh, maybe you should, you know, just talk to me before you decide to <laughs> go out and fight Braun Strowman. Yeah. Yeah. And Dean calls him boring and predictable. And Seth is like, all right, fine. Next week, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna fight Braun Strowman. And Dean's like, well, it's probably not a great idea, but okay. That backstage segment was great. I enjoyed I it. I yeah. thought it was great. It was so smart, and they were covering the bases. And they also started to tell the Ambrose Rollins story again, mm-hmm. which they kind of got away from. They'd had that big win at SummerSlam, and then there wasn't much else going on in terms of their relationship, their story of being champions together over this last month. And I liked that it, it got back to that story of like, hey, these guys are different than each other. Yeah. Um, they've got a different vibe. Are they going to continue to be able to get along? And of course, it makes sense that Seth Rollins, if Ambrose did something like that, that Rollins would be like, hey, man, we're the tag team champions together. Like, you can't just go out and get beat up by Braun Strowman anytime you want. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's really... going to affect you when we have to fight. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to have to do this, too. I mean, you, I, I have to. Yeah, like, yeah. got to do this. Good stuff. It was really fun. There were a lot of strong points uh, tonight's show for sure. Uh, next backstage, Enzo tells Kurt that he wants a celebration tonight because he's the cruiserweight champion. Yeah. And Kurt says, well, uh, 
as an Olympic gold medalist and Hall of Famer, do you want some advice? And Enzo's like, nah. Just walks away. The mm-hmm. beginning, the foreshadowing, what it was to come. Really? With Enzo tonight. Yeah. Really dug it. I don't know what Kurt had planned for the main event segment. Luckily, I guess Kurt had nothing planned for this main event segment. Yeah. So Enzo, just in the middle of the show, requested yeah. to, to do well, this, maybe, and he maybe, got it. Maybe it was going to be a slideshow of him and Jason Jordan yes. rebonding. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all these shows for you free is by our amazing sponsors. And today, Spotify is one of our sponsors. On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you don't miss an episode. Premium users can even download episodes to listen to offline, wherever they are, and you can easily share what you're listening to with all your friends and following on Instagram. If you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app and search for AfterBuzz TV on Spotify, or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure you follow us so you never miss an episode of AfterBuzz TV. Yeah. Together. Plank. And going to events together. They're, did you, did you say plank, planking? Well, I was going to say tossing the ball around. Oh, Plank. I thought board. like them planking. Yeah, <laughs> shuffleboard and planking and is a very good Sunday afternoon. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, um, then mimosas. Yeah. That's, you know, that's a great little, bonding thing for brunch. family members. And as you know, you can't be Raw GM without leaving massive segments open to creativity. That's true. <laughs> that's a, yeah, creativity. Yeah. That's I mean. how you stick around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You can't have it all planned out. Right. You know, got a little chaos in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this next segment. And, oh, I believe someone's been saying for, like, quite some time now that Mickey James needs to be back on television. Yep. Yes. I don't know who that person is. I know. And what uh, is I Mickey... Think, I think it was Hobo. Oh, nope. It was probably No, Hobo. no, I'm pretty sure it was Hobo. Mm-hmm. Pretty I'm, sure. I'm very, very positive. Pretty I'm 100% sure positive. the guy with the froggy throat and the cloggy sinuses right now. Wait, no, that, the froggy throat guy is Hobo. That's, that's uh, Hobo. Damn it, you're right. <laughs> the current froggy throat right now. Mickey James and Alexa Bliss knocked... This is, in my opinion, the best women's division talking segment that I can remember in quite some time. I mean, it was a great back and forth. Mickey called back to Raw after show or after talk last night, and Mickey just proved, like, yeah, I'm I'm still the best one here. I'm still the best one on the mic. Yeah. I still look fantastic, and I can still go in the ring. And Alexa's obviously, like, you know, 11, 12 years younger. I'm not quite sure what the age gap is, but I'm glad they called that out, and this was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, Mickey no. just... Bam. Yeah, uh, Mickey beat that butt both uh, verbally and physically. Mm-hmm. Yep. She did it. I loved, I, it. I loved it. I want some more of it. Me too. You know, Glad you, yeah. that's great. Especially We've been when saying, we, and you especially, yeah. let's get Mickey. Let's get some more Mickey on the show. Yeah, she's being underused, and here I, she is. I like the way they did the gear. It was perfect. It was tough. You know, but it was also it was um, uh, it was good. It was a good utility gear, though. Well, also, a lot of people you know? argue they said, "Oh, well, the younger audience doesn't know about Mickey's history." Well, you know, there's a thing called the network that you can go on, mm-hmm. and people do, and they watch things, and they can see that she's won the title six times, and that yeah, she came in as an obsessed fan of Trish Stratus, ended up creating her own legacy, and then left for a long time and had a hell of a career at other places, and then came back, and she looks better than ever, even after being a mother. She's yeah. she looks incredible. This would be a great time mm-hmm. for them to put a little 90 second video package together too and and let oh, some of those on, yes. on raw and just yes. go here's who she is here's what she's done nice mm-hmm. yeah. i like that i think it's overdue for that yeah yeah she's hardcore have country her, have her there be a go. have her be a real contender in this i mean if emma's getting all these chances and yeah have mickey james you know be in there these two i girls. mean uh was it um oh god because like a uh, with like a 
What's what? his name? Not Mickey James, but what the five fingers say to the face? Slap. Rick oh, Rick James. James. <laughs> so yeah, you can even go that. <laughs> I have to answer that, that question anytime someone asks me. I have to answer that. That question. whole Slap. exchange was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but no, these two <laughs> proved tonight that they could have a hell of a program. And I understand there's everyone gunning for the the Raw Women's Championship, and the other four obviously still want to stake a claim to it. They had a tag match tonight, but why not? These two were yeah. more entertaining. In my opinion, these two were more entertaining tonight than anything I can remember on on Raw with the women's division in quite some time. They should have a great feud. They should have great matches. It works. It works on paper for the reasons yeah. you said. Young, yeah. obnoxious, new, champion, and you've got the older veteran want to teach better. her a lesson. It, it really works. And yeah. if Alexa wins, it's not going to be shocking like if she defeated Nia Jax. Yeah, you know, right. Because they're yeah. not they're similar enough in size. And and I, I think Alexa ultimately will win because I think it's uh I think they're waiting for Asuka to come in and take that title. From I would her. be okay with Mickey James winning a few times to bring Alexa down a peg or two. Mm-hmm. But then Alexa always retaining her belt, so she always has that edge on top mm. of her. Well don't forget Mickey and Asuka had a great match at uh, NXT Takeover. I can't wait yeah. until those two get in the ring again. Yeah, I mean I really think Mickey should absolutely have another title run in her. She's just you have to recognize greatness, and in her mm. sleep, she's still really good. Mm. And so when she gets an opportunity like tonight, best believe she's taking full advantage. Mm-hmm. And that was just start to finish. Perfect timing. It didn't run too long. They got some digs back in on each other, and then Mickey knocked her down. And then Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Literally. Can't say enough good things about that. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins defeats Sheamus with the high knee. Uh, did we see Cesaro's mouth tonight, or did he pretty much stayed stone-faced? I, I don't oh, God. Uh, that was something I didn't, else. I was it? trying to not see it, so I, I don't know. He's a, he's we a, saw they, enough. I saw oh. enough of it last night. Oh my god! It was just like that was that was a uh, uh, nightmare fuel. Those guys. I was really thinking when he got his teeth knocked in, or not. He knocked didn't get up. them knocked out. He got them knocked, knocked up. up. Uh, you get your teeth knocked up. Yeah, your teeth are pregnant. Yeah, the, there um, you go. <laughs> but um, when he got his teeth knocked, I thought, man, I. Th- I, I really didn't think there was much going on storyline wise this last month, five weeks with the with the Bar and Rollins and um, and Ambrose feud. Mm-hmm. It was sort of just going through the motions mm-hmm. every week. But <laughs> those four guys, even though there wasn't much story there, right. those four guys will go out and kill it every single week. Oh yeah, and yeah. that's always their attitude, no matter what. And even more proof of that last night. Like that's how hard they're working. In this match that was like second or third on the card at a random pay-per-view, no mercy. Mm-hmm. They're getting their teeth knocked in. Like They're just four fantastically talented guys who really care about what they're doing. And the crazy thing is... Maybe how- not Seamus, but the other three. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Come on now. Oh. You're, you're going to knock on Jason Jordan. You dare knock on Seamus. You got Seamus. some Gatorade in there? Don't oh you God. dare. <laughs> you're just going to town. I mean, the, the crazy thing is, the way he knocked his teeth out, it's just because he's so freakishly athletic. Oof. He jumped so... So high yeah, when he yeah. got slung shot, yeah, that he came down a little too far, and I, I just I assume he's like Wolverine, and that his teeth are just going to regenerate. I guess that has not happened. Yeah, um, well, I guess they have to pull them back out, and then I wonder what is the oh no, yeah, well, because they got pushed in. Oh, I thought yeah. he chipped them. No, no they're not they got gone. They got, in. they got pushed up. So they, they had got to be pulled. Up. I mean, I guess it's back better out. to do that. But than then it's chipped? no, but then it's like okay, so your gums made that. You know mm. that pathway. Yeah. How do you 
how do you? I what is something gonna, that you do? I would assume he's gonna lose those teeth and in. get implants, probably. Oh. You would yeah. think, yeah, yeah, really? Because so, they get because yeah. they get pushed up. Yeah, mm. I think so. so do we have any dentists in chat? Yeah, tell yeah. Us. I'm gonna assume none of you are dentists. I'm just gonna guess none of them are dentists. Yeah, chat dentists. Maybe get. I guess getting them chipped would be the better way to go. Yeah, probably right. Oh man. Guts. Oh yeah. God, that had to hurt. <laughs> I was like, I'm just glad they didn't keep on mm. showing that Look, on repeat. I, I'm, a, I'm a big naturopath when it comes to dental work. Numb me up. Numb me for a week. Yeah, I don't care. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a different game. That's a different ballpark. Man. Mm-hmm. Next backstage, Finn Balor gets approached by Goldust, and uh, first off, he calls him Goldie, and he's like, "No, nah, my name's Goldust," and he's like, "I'm not a victim." He's like, "I don't need you to defend me." And then, uh, you know, Finn apologizes, Goldust apologizes, and then you knew something was coming, and whoa, Goldust with a vicious attack. Hmm. Yeah, he yeah. had a he had a lot of Goldie anger that was well, going on there. He's mad because he couldn't beat Bray Wyatt the last few weeks mm-hmm. with his paint or without his paint. And then and Finn Balor could, both with his paint and without his paint. Yeah, man to man. Man to man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, though it was just—it was kind of like a, a final evolution of Goldust. Like if he was a Pokemon, sure. And it's like always in the final evolution, they always are the most terrifying, mm. no matter how cute they started off. You're speaking my language. Yeah, that's- <laughs> <laughs> I sense some sarcasm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that was a heel turn, right? It, he kind of already had been doing it. Yeah, yeah. he kind of been there. And I, okay, I yeah. really enjoyed uh, him beating butt and then saying a movie quote and then telling the movie that it's from. I, I hope they keep that. Yeah, well, that's the old that. school. That's the old school gold dust promo, at least. Yeah, but, but to do it in that way, like I beat you effect. down. Yeah, I beat you down and then say it is really mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> oh, I just so many good segments tonight. People really like surprising. You know, Goldust attacking Finn, huh? Yeah. Okay. You know, next up, Roman versus the Miz. Roman gets the win, but the Miz Taraj destroys him afterwards. Now it looks like we have an icy title match set for next week: Roman Reigns versus the Miz. Yeah. Yeah. They just kept on coming back <laughs> to keep on beating him up. They really yeah. They were like, wait, wait, he's moving? He's moving? No. And this will not stand. I think the big story of that whole segment is the shield fist bumps at the end. I mean, that's clearly where they're going. Um I'm not yeah. surprised they're eventually that they're gonna reunite the shield. If you ask me to fantasize about what a shield reunion would look like, it wouldn't be um, at the next pay-per-view to take on the Miztourage. But um, I think that's what that meant. I think that's where they're headed. Well, they've got enough time to make a steady build towards that if yeah. that's what they're going to end up doing. I would prefer not. I mean, if we're going to have a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion, I want it to be something bigger than that. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's the beginning. It could be that, look, all three of these guys are all babyfaces now, and they all are st- on Raw. So maybe this is the beginning of them being back together for a while, longer term. Uh. And Miz is just the first step uh, on the way, and there's other opponents to come. It makes you wonder, because the IC title match is a little weird. You know, I, I see your point there. Um, I don't know. Title for Roman to have while Lesnar's gone? Lesnar, what do you mean he's, he's not <laughs> gone just because he was well, one night? They, they might have used up um, all of those uh, bonus visits yeah, yeah, that yeah, they yeah, had yeah. in the contract, and now things have to be resigned. So, people in chat roll are saying what they do. Obviously, no, none of us are dentists. Oh, okay. uh, this dentists. is my favorite comment. Um, I'm not going to say his name because it's hilarious. He goes, I'm a cook, so no help with teeth, but I can cook you a nice steak, except steak is spelled S-T-A-K-E. What? 
Shouldn't you, shouldn't you spell steak correctly? Like if you're high steaks. It? <laughs> I, I like that. I love um, you, buddy. I, like I, just, Mon- I had to bust you on that one. <laughs> Montserrat Urelden, Gold Dust Mega Evolved. <laughs> yeah, like there you that. go. Po- Pokemon, Johnny. Pokemon. Uh, look, I, I whatever. Bulbasaur, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you, you know Pokemon, then. I know two things. I know Pikachu and Bulbasaur. I don't really know what they are. I've just heard them before. <laughs> You know those words. I know the words. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely I know the words. Uh, yeah, so next week I see title match Roman and The Miz. Once again, The Miz, just fantastic. Yes. Um, Finn Balor really gets a good battle from Goldust. Hits the coup de grace at the end, but he thinks Bray Wyatt's gone. Oh, no. It goes silent. The fireflies come out, and once again the children are singing. He's got the whole world in his hands, just like they did to John Cena a few years back. I, I don't want that. to see these people wrestle each other anymore. What, Bray and Finn? Yes. No, now they have to progress. He, Bray mm-hmm. has lost to Finn as a, a demon and a man. Now mm-hmm. it has to be holograms. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay, actually, I'll, I'll pay for that. I, yeah, I'll pay like for that. that. I like that. <laughs> um, I, at this point, yeah, they have to up the stakes with this. It can't just I, be regular matches anymore. They have to have Bray, you know, do his mind wipe thing where he... You know, entrances somebody, maybe Goldust, and then sends him out after Finn or something. something. There has to be. There has to be something. Maybe else Bray there. should put paint on. Maybe he needs to put paint on. Maybe. Maybe, maybe right? he could. Yeah. Maybe he goes into a meditative state and he makes contact with the demon. So yes. then he does that, and then it'll be uh, Bray Wyatt as the demon versus Finn Balor the man. Right. He already looks like Davy Jones. The, yeah. You know, from Pirates of the Caribbean, so mm-hmm. yeah. it's not that far off. There you go. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, that, I guess it's not going to continue. I, I Maybe Bray is really going to finally be Bray. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. We always say that. We do. We, do <laughs> always I know. Say that. we always I know. hold out hope. We always hold out hope. <laughs> All right. Because that's the only thing that was left in the box. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Bailey and Sasha in the locker room, and they just want to say, let's make Nia Jax feel the pain that you had in your shoulder. And then we cut to Kurt and Enzo once again. He's like, Kurt, he's like, Kurt I, I don't want anyone touching me. I want a no-touch clause that if anyone touches me, they don't get a chance to go after my Cruiserweight title. And Kurt's just like, yeah, 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 fine. You're annoying. Get out of here. You're so annoying. And that was that. Yeah. Yeah. That was that. Yeah, the, <laughs> I, I like that. There's no, yeah. there's no term limits on that. It's just in perpetuity. Yeah. Anyone touches me, they don't get to be cruiserweight. Chief. Yeah, yeah. Kurt just agreed. Mm. All right. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be. We'll find out next week what that what that all's gonna mean because. Well, well, I don't want to jump ahead, but we find out. We won't find there out are on some 205 conse- Live? There, or maybe tomorrow, because yeah. there have to be some consequences we'll find out on based on what happens in the last segment of the show. Mm. Well, who's the general manager of 205 Live? I have no idea. Is there They're, one? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, they should put Teddy Long in that. Oh, that's oh, sad. Wouldn't that's that be sad great? That there's no general manager. Yeah, yeah. They could put Teddy Long in sure, that. Sure. They could put He'd be cru- making tag teams left and right. Teddy yeah. is a cruiserweight. Why not? Yeah. yeah that right. work? Mm-hmm. Uh, with <laughs> Women's tag match, uh, Sasha and Bailey taking on Nia Jax and Emma. Bailey to belly for the win. Um, not sure, you know, what this is um, yeah. leading yeah. towards with Sasha, Bailey, perhaps something there. Mm-hmm. But. Felt like a placeholder segment. Talented mm-hmm. people, not much going on story-wise in this thing. Mm-hmm. Or crowd reaction-wise, unfortunately, for those talented wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And finally, your main event, the Enzo More Championship Celebration. It was all a dream, y'all. He's eating his share of humble pie, but right now he is done, and he's got mainstream power like The Rock and Cena and Batista. Championship celebration. 
don't know what happened there. That's you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want. Is that how I sound tonight? <laughs> Lord, I apologize to everyone. So in order to celebrate, he retires his certified G jersey from last night, and this is when it gets really fun. All the cruiserweights hit the ramp, and he calls them haters. He makes fun of everyone: Rich Swan, Cedric, Metalik, Gulak. He was having fun with this. Sure too. was. Yeah. He was laughing. He was roasting them. <laughs> he calls Gallagher. It was teacup. a good roast. I liked mm-hmm. it. Could yeah. have been. Yeah, it could have been better. I like. I, I like the way that um, heel um, Gallagher looks. Mm. It was just yeah, like, yeah. He's got a different yeah. vibe. It's like mm-hmm. evil Kingsman. Well, Enzo calls him Teacup. Um, <laughs> and then Neville, oh man, Neville looked like he has not slept. Oh. I, yeah, he looked like he took it real hard. What's he up doing all night? Chopping wood? Just being Ordering mad. the other. Yeah. He, he lost his precious. Well, he's trying to get the dragon out of the castle, right? Well, yeah, that's important. Yeah, that is important to get his gold back. Wait, yeah. Golem never and gets get the... the- no, he's Thorin Oakenshield. Okay. Yeah, Neville's, gotcha. Thor, Neville's Thorin Oakenshield. Okay. That's that's what I that's where I'm always at. All right, fair enough. <laughs> I cannot. I, I've said I think Neville's probably the superstar of the year. I know he's not going to win it, but in my opinion, I think he's had the best 2017. Yeah, you are always a huge it. Neville supporter, and so you must have been. Th- and I agree with you entirely. But you must yeah. have been thrilled with this last segment of this show tonight. Just everything about him is so committed. He literally yeah. comes mm-hmm. out looking like uh, if there was a man version of the woman from the ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just sure. looking like he has not slept a right. wink since losing that title. Yeah. And yeah. His character wouldn't sleep. He would be livid, especially losing in such fashion like he did. Right. And so the way mm-hmm. he hits the ramp. And, you know, Enzo just just digs the knife deeper. Where's your crown? Oh, it's on the shoulder of a real man. The truth hurts. And Neville says, yeah, the truth does hurt, and you've alienated everyone, and that's why they dumped you on the doorstep of 205 Live. You made a joke out of everything, out of this title. Now you made a joke out of me, and then I loved him. He just goes, now I'm here to end you. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I thought this was a... Pretty darn fantastic segment from beginning to end. Yeah. I love that they turned Enzo heel. I think it's a great call, and I thought heel Enzo was really good. Yeah. And um, I, didn't, I, didn't, I hate it feeling bad for him all the time, uh-huh. you know, because it was just, just felt so bad, and he was getting his butt kicked so much. So it's like, yeah, I just want that mouth to run. Yeah. Yeah. And the idea of, like, him as the undeserving um, 205 Live champion, alienating himself from the rest of the roster and and building it up so you want to see every one of those guys kick his butt and take that title. I think it was I think it's great. I yeah. think it's really smart. Like, like that lineup in Airplane <laughs> yeah. where it's just like everybody just gets a smack in. Yeah. It's legit going to be... Look, I wasn't happy that he won, but I get it because... This makes you want to watch 205 Live because you want to see how many times he gets beat up. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of times, you know, when the WWE folks go, just let, just wait and see how the story plays out. And sometimes when the story plays out, it's like, ah, oh, that wasn't really worth it. <laughs> but sometimes when it plays out, it makes a lot of sense. And last night, everyone was furious about the way Enzo won after getting in no offense and everything. But then once mm-hmm. you see what you, that was leading to tonight, yeah. it all makes perfect sense. That he won this fluke victory, and that was part of turning him heel. That you are supposed to feel like he didn't deserve that title. Right. He says he's a star. I'll see you tomorrow on the Zoe show, so get out of the ring. That's when Neville attacks. 
knowing full well that he may be suspended or may not get another title shot, just does everything possible to him, hits the red arrow, and that's how Raw goes off the air. But I'm finding out from everyone in chat roll, mm-hmm. there is footage on the WWE YouTube page Uh-oh. that after Raw went off the air, the entire Cruiserweight division and Braun Strowman destroyed Enzo. What? <laughs> and Braun Strowman. I mean, Braun. it was already overkill if it was just Enzo and Neville. Yeah, but then you've got the two hundred five locker room, and then Braun just comes out like I smell blood. (laughs) Braun. Apparently, that's what happened, and I definitely need to see this. Oh man! Well, what's going to happen with Neville now? I mean, what's going to happen? He was he was former cruiserweight. I don't know, but I'll tell you what: in a matter of twenty four hours, I give everyone a lot of credit. They made. I already thought 205 Live, I, I was rooting for it. I wanted it to be a really good yes, show. Yes, you have been, yes. But now that Enzo is the champion, and you they, they set it up so perfectly on Raw that every one of these dudes, whether they like each other or not, they all can't stand him. Right. right. And it's not like he's a conquering beast like Neville was. He's a dude that everyone on that roster could beat up. Right. <laughs> that's the best that's part the, about And it. that's the story. And there's no cast. Right. There's no protector. Right. No. He's an open target. And yeah. that's why you've got to watch because th- this is going to get creative. It's going to get cartoony. It's going to get fun. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of how Alexa Bliss is with the women's title right now. A little bit. Yeah. It's kind of like that where she's she's real fun on the mic. Yeah. But it's like you kind of feel like somebody could just sit on her. Right, right. You know, and actually really get that title if she wasn't really sneaky about it and wasn't, you know, just was able to make alliances that work for her. Yeah. Kind of a thing. And I would love for Enzo to do that same yeah. thing with 205 but, but how long has it been since we ended up we ended a raw and we're like hey I wonder what's going to happen on 205 live tomorrow I can't even remember that ever happening and this this was that tonight right it's yeah yeah yeah. you want to see what happens it's like cause... what's Neville going to do and how, I, how far can Enzo run yeah and I am interested like this is the kind of situation where you would need a authority figure I don't think 205 has one. I wonder if Kurt Angle will step in because Enzo made that deal with Kurt tonight, right? And Enzo pointed that out. He was like, Kurt Angle signed my my thing that said, you can't, none of you can touch me in that segment. Mm -hmm. So maybe Kurt will appear and have some declaration tomorrow on 205 Live about what Neville did. Maybe. Mm. But either way, I'm excited to find out. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. This was this was a a surprise. The whole segment was a surprise, and it was really well done. Mm -hmm. Really well done. Yeah, I enjoyed this. It absolutely was. This was a good um, after No Mercy. It was. It was. It was. It was was very good. Mm -hmm. And with that said, we hope you enjoyed the Raw After Show. And uh, why don't we all just put ourselves over Mark Warzeka? Oh my goodness! Hey, all my stuff is at Mark Warzeka. All my social media. Plus, I'm at MarkWarzeka.com. M A R C W A R Z E C H A. Not uh, next weekend, but the weekend after, October seventh and eighth. I'll be my home. Hometown of Detroit, October seventh for X I C W. We're gonna ha- there's a big all day wrestling convention, a fantastic show at Cobo Hall that night. I'm gonna be doing some stuff at the convention, doing some MCing. I think if you're gonna be around, if you're in Detroit or in the area, come on out, check it out. Let me know if you're coming. Love to meet you. And then the next day, I'll be in Detroit for the first WWE show at the brand new Little Caesars Arena, Hell in a Cell. So nice. let me nice. let me know if you're around and uh, love to say hey. 
Good deal. Marquia. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> at Marquia McCarty. That's M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. And yes, please check me out on Marvel Movie News on our sister network, Popcorn Talk, tomorrow at 2 p.m. There you go. Also, uh, congratulations to Mike and Maria Canellis bennett uh, I believe they're having a baby, according to everyone in chat role. I guess Yay! WWE announced it. And also, they were the original, um, Maria was the original host of this show years mm-hmm. ago. So, much love to them. They're an incredible couple, really great human beings. And so, uh, you know, best wishes to both of you. Uh, let's see, me. Uh, you can find me trying to clean out my sinuses the rest of this <laughs> evening. Uh, at Jay Quasso at all social medias. Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, guys. This is the most exciting thing in our seven year history. Starting October 7th, we begin airing on 110 CW stations on top of where we're already airing. So worldwide on Fight TV and select markets throughout the country. Um, I will have a link for you guys by next Monday to see if we're airing in your market. We'll be Saturday mornings at 7 a.m., which is so cool to be on Saturday mornings. So much great stuff coming up. Alberto Patron, uh, Magnus, Jack Swagger, along with our cast and our roster it's been really fun, and so I think you're going to enjoy it. So, of course, follow at CWF Hollywood. Follow Hobo at True Hobo. And, uh, of course, QuastoAlbum.com, guys. Please check out my comedy album. I would love you for it. It's now officially on uh, Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, Spotify, Apple Music. Boom. Thanks for watching, guys. We love you. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.